0: On today's show, everything's good. It's a positive world. We're living in it.
1: Coming up, we'll tell you why Moses Brown, if he played more, they might have won.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about the Mavericks lost to the, C- the Cleveland Cavaliers, talk about why the Mavericks fell, why it was so bad, and we'll talk about what they need to change. Coming up on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs Mavericks, Mavericks are NBA.
1: great. Uh, he was plus two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engsted, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you save money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. You can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. Thanks for listening after a loss, especially and joining me, as always, my co host, contributor, and writer at Mavs. Com the beefy boulder, the one more thing king, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right. So,
1: downloads are they're down after losses. Like we, <laughs> that's a given.
0: The few, okay. the proud, the <laughs> listeners after losses.
1: But if you're listening after this loss, yeah. <laughs> you're a real one. Like we hats off, hat yeah. tip. Yeah. My hat. heart goes out to you. Uh, let's just throw it out there right now. Worst loss of the season. Has Is to this be. Is yeah, this worse 100%. than? Is this worse than the Denver loss? And I know uh, we kind of tossed that around up in the press box uh, tonight. You know they finished with seventy five points in that Denver game, but the Denver game, second night of a back to back, the altitude, all that different stuff. I think Porzingis didn't play that game. Yeah, KP didn't play. I think this surpassed the Denver game for me.
0: This was the Mavericks' worst loss of the season. All things considered, they had a day off. They had been home now. They had three days off before that Wizards game. They lost to the Wizards when they were home, so they've now been home for a while, right? There there are really no rest excuses for this game at all. You're missing Willie Colley-Stein because of an illness. Jalen Brunson's first game back from missing two games from injury, but... That's not enough. That's not enough for, for us, for them to lose like this, right? It's not enough for us to say, oh, well, you know, there those two things happen. No, like this is the worst loss for the Mavericks. They had a 98 offensive rating and it only got boosted at the end there because in the fourth quarter, Boban came in and hit a three and, you know, did stuff that people like, but they were, they just, they didn't have it. I mean, this was, this was absolutely the worst. Let no Colin Sexton for the Cavs. Like it just keeps adding up, but this was the worst loss for the Dallas Mavericks. Now, how did it get there? <laughs> sometimes I just like to to pass the ball off to Isaac, like here, here, Ezekiel Elliott. Like just run with the ball. And, and sometimes I drop bombs on him like that one. The,
1: this is the equivalent of Luca being in the lane and throwing like a one hander to Moses Brown's head and just like, hey, catch this ball. That's what you just did to me. uh okay, let's just rewind. So it's before tip. We're we're both it's at
0: 2019 the- or
1: <laughs> Terrence Ross? This is we're before tip off, we're both in the arena for tonight's game. And first off, I just want to say like this game obviously has sucked, you know, all the stuff, but getting to the one positive on a personal note for myself, probably you too, even though you didn't come up until the fourth, cause you're too cool sitting in your own cool media seat. I got to sit there and experience the game with Jonathan Charks tonight at the game. Um, you guys know, you know, Charks, story fighting through cancer and stuff. But this dude loves Evan Mobley and do was like a Mobley apologist. I texted him earlier this morning. I was like, dude, you you better see Mobley tonight in person. He's like, you know, I'm going to be there. So just to watch (laughs) it in the game and stuff with him, my big, the biggest win of the night uh, for, for me, but Jason Kidd announces that Moses Brown starting as center. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) I mean, Willie was out with a sickness and they go with Moses and I mean, I thought it was kind of like a joke at first, but like they're really leaning into like the Mavs Twitter fans world here because even, you know, Mavs.com tweeting out the, hey, Mavs Twitter, this is for you. Uh, I was joking with Bobby before the game. Bobby does the in-game thing with, uh, or before the pregame thing with Chris Arnold on the Jumbotron. He joked, he was like, Mavs Twitter, this is for you guys. Even Jason Kidd before the game has said the fans will be happy. About Moses Brown starting, I'm like, okay, Jason kid's even leaning into the bit here that the fans and that a portion of Mavs fans on Twitter.com is wanting Moses Brown. <laughs> and Moses Brown got the start. How would you, what letter grade would you give Moses Brown for this game?
0: F. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't, I cannot put it a different way. It was, it was not good for Moses Brown in, in his start. I mean, it, it was a little unfair to just throw him out there against a front line that's really good, like Jarrett Allen and Evan Mobley. However, he still has to be graded on what he did and what he did out there. Uh, the first three plays of the game, I think, Jarrett Allen posted up, yeah,
1: like straight like, up posted up. I said, I out. out. clear no.
0: everybody out, post up, Jarrett Allen on Moses Brown one on one, and Jarrett Allen scored on him. All three, all three times, he finished. Jared Allen finished the game with twenty-eight points. That's his career high. He had fourteen boards. He had three assists. He had a block. Uh, career, Twelve, of literally, 17.
1: literally a career night for Jared Allen.
0: Literally, yeah, career night for him. And uh, you look at Moses Brown. He played just under eleven minutes. Four fouls. Just two boards. Two two points. Like it just, it wasn't a good game for him. Now he also hasn't played all season, and so I'm not, I'm not getting too worked up about the way Moses Brown played in this game. Uh, but it just wasn't good.
1: No, no, and we're like laughing about it. He finished with as a plus two net rating. Uh, Do and t- you want to play it? I think we should because Jason Kidd dropped a a, a very profound quote post game about Moses Brown being a plus two in this game. He did great. Uh, he was plus
0: two. <laughs> this is a positive world, so we'll take the positive. He was plus two. This is basically how he said he said he played great. This is a positive world. We'll take the positive. He was plus 2. This is a positive world. We'll take the positive. He was plus 2 in the game. Also, a couple weeks ago, Jason Gates said that he doesn't care about single game plus minus. So that's how you know what this quote meant. But
1: well, it's a positive world. That's that's very sarcastic. So
0: Oh, absolutely. And so yeah, Moses Brown was not the big takeaway from this game though. It, Unless you want to go that direction because the Mavericks do. They need a big man. They need they, If the Mavs had Jared Allen, I think they would win the title. <laughs> like, I kind of almost do think that. I, I joked about that with you and Charks. But I do think that the Mavericks, if they had a big like that, it would change and fix so many different things. Their, their paint defense was awful. They've, they've allowed 60 points in the paint over the last two games against the Wizards and the Cavs. They just cannot. They, the only time they can defend at the rim is when both Maxi and Porzingis are out there, and those two guys are both injury prone. Porzingis went out of this game with a you know a right ankle sprain. We're not really sure exactly of the prognosis of him. He did not yeah. come back in the game. Uh, I expect him to miss you know the next game just just out of sheer precaution, but we'll see with him. The Mavericks play the Pelicans the next two games on Wednesday and then on Friday, and so we'll see, but the Mavericks can't defend at all unless those two guys are both out there. And even then they still struggle around the perimeter and and they're just uninspired in this game too. I mean, there's so many things that we can point out in this game This this is the game of a million reasons, right? There's a million reasons why the Mavs lost this game and all of them are valid.
1: Yeah. And the only reason I brought up the Moses thing, because it has been a talking point. Like there, there has been, you know, the Mavericks have a million centers on the roster, but everybody has their issues with all the centers. Like, Dwight Powell.
0: Well, there are Willie... issues with all the centers. It's not just because everyone says it. It's like there are. Like,
1: no, no, they... I, I know. That, and like Willie Colley Stein, you know, there's been a smaller portion that has, you know, clamored, like give Moses Brown minutes. He should be playing more. You got your wish tonight. And now we like we see it. It's like we love Moses, but Moses just isn't a starting caliber type center. And I get it, he hasn't been playing, but he got worked a lot tonight. So, yeah. but he's not the reason they lost. So, no. I think, actually, coming up after a break, I think, let's point out, there's three things. The Mavericks struggle, as far as a roster, roster construction-wise, in three different areas. In all three of those areas, all mixed together in this like perfect potion tonight that uh, resulted in this bloodbath.
0: But before we do that, let me tell you about Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Don't let the... You know, Paramount Pluses of the world, like keep taking money from you, even though you have no idea what's on that streaming service or Netflix or whatever you got that you don't watch anymore. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forget about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Go check it out. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com/slash locked on NBA. Go right now, truebill.com slash lockdon. NBA. It could save you thousands a year. TrueBill.com slash locked on NBA for you to save on all of those bills that keep piling up, that keep renewing without your consent, or you don't even remember you have them. It'll help you. TrueBill.com slash locked on NBA. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the rest of this game. There's a lot of things. We want to point to, uh, we talked about the Moses Brown thing. I think we've gone over that. It wasn't good. It was an unfair, you know, situation for him to be kind of put in in his first game starting. I didn't expect a lot from him, especially when they first said that he was starting. It did seem like a bit <laughs> that Jason Kidd was doing. Uh, there was even the back and forth with with Brad Towns at the beginning of the game. I kind of just want to role play it. <laughs> Pre-game exchange with Jason Kidd. This is straight from, from Brad Towns and Mavs beat writer. Us. So uh, who's going to start with Willie out? Do you really want to know now? That's my Jason Kidd voice. Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to start Moses. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that a surprise? Yeah, it's going to excite a lot of fans. Keep the fans happy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the back and forth. Like It literally seemed like a bit that they started him. I guess they just wanted to try him out there uh, and not Dwight Powell or not do the, the porzingis Maxi lineup, but... Yeah, so we've, we've, we've checked that box. We're done with that. I was kind of surprised that
1: Dwight didn't start. You know, with Willie Willie was out with a sickness. This wasn't just a, like a, a benching uh,
0: in this. They put Dwight Powell out there for like two minutes, and he got worked too. <laughs> he was yeah. not going to be the answer. It's not like the Mavericks had an answer on the roster at this point.
1: No, but but here's the thing. The three things I was alluding to before the break was there's three biggest big weaknesses for this Mavs team as far as how the roster is constructed. Shooting. They're sucking right now shooting the basketball. They need more shooters on this team. They don't they have a million centers but not a really good center and then a secondary creator. It's like
0: it's all the things we've just been talking I mean it's we've all been talking three, about since 2019. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that.
1: <laughs> that was so that was so well played. That was so good. Thank but <laughs> <laughs> all three of those together like mixed, mixed tonight, and it's like you've seen. Like, what was the final number? Like, I was in the press box, and we were sitting there saying, "Okay, another miss three would happen," and then we were we were counting how many missed threes that were happening that were outside of Luka Doncic. So Luka went seven for eleven from <laughs> from the three point line tonight. When you look at other Mavericks who hit three pointers, Dorian hit two, and Maxi hit two. Then Boban. Okay. Boban hit one, hit the but, other one
0: late in the game. And then, like, doesn't th- you know, count.
1: Porzingis. Oh, for four, Tim Hardaway. Oh, for three, Maxi two for seven Brunson. Oh, for two Bullock. Oh, for three, Sterling Brown. Oh, for one Trey Burke. Oh, for one. Like this just isn't going to cut it. Like you got to hit shots. And it's like, even Jason Kidd after the game was like, hey, we had oh, you know, all of our... Now, I don't think all of their shots were open shots, but there were a decent amount a of shots of that were open, and they just were missing the shots. So it was like that combination of, man, the shooters are... Just- like Reggie Bullock is not playing good basketball right now. He's not hitting his shots. No. So the averages are down right now. The centers, they're rotating these guys out. Each one of them are getting worked. And then Luka... Like Jalen Brunson was his first game back after this injury, this foot injury, and he just didn't look right either. So you just saw all of their problems tonight in one game.
0: Yeah, it was it was a it was a great like this was a symptom game, right? Like here are all the symptoms for the reason why the Mavs struggle in certain games, uh, especially you know you mentioned Jalen Brunson. Brunson has been good this year. He's coming off of an injury. He's also he also struggles against length. He couldn't do all the stuff that he normally does against a team where he drives into the paint, turns around and fades away. He can't do that against Evan Mobley when he switches on you. You can't do that against, you know, Ricky Rubio, who's a pretty good defender. Like you just can't get away with that against some of these, you know, players or even with just Mobley and Allen out there, right? Like you can't get away with some of that stuff with those two guys out there. And it's, it's a look that the Mavericks don't have at this point, which they, you know, maybe they should, but yeah, it's all those issues and more, but I mean, outside of Luka, I just did all
1: the math there, but and I list all of it. But outside of Luka, the Mavericks are five of 28 from three.
0: Like, there's even counting bobons.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's counting bobons. Like, that's just, it, that just can't work. And when you look at guys like Tim Hardaway and Porzingis and Reggie Bullock, like, they went, they went 0 for 10 combined from three. Like, that just can't happen. And Luca's like he can I mean Luca went 7-11 tonight. I think there's some issues we could talk about. We've been talking about as far as his in-game shape. There's some issues as far as like his defense, uh driving to the basket some, he was kind of struggling to get past
0: Laurie Martin no, at the time. This game wasn't on Luca though.
1: It's not, but he's not playing at the the tip-top level of his game, but it this isn't a Luca thing. Tonight was the the whole di- I think Tim Cato had a tweet after the game. He's like it, it, I'm paraphrasing, but this is the most hey, Luca needs help type of game that he's seen in a, in a very long time. And I think that was a very accurate tweet right now.
0: Yeah, a- absolutely. So the, the thing about the shooting, though, and Jason Kidd actually brought this up in the game. We, we joked about his answer about Moses Brown, but I thought Jason Kidd said something smart after the game that, the Mavericks missing shots is also leading to them playing bad defense on the other end. Guys are hanging their head. Guys are getting upset yeah. with themselves. Guys are getting frustrated. Luca is getting frustrated. He's, he's hitting all these guys with open shots and then they miss these shots and then you go down and you don't play transition defense. You don't play good defense at all. And it was really, it's really adding up. And he said, uh, our trend, I think this is the first time I've heard Jason Kidd use negative language. We haven't heard him use negative language a lot. Uh, yeah. I was talking with, with Cato and Sharks about this during the game that kid has been so positive like so incredibly positive about everything like this is a positive world and this was the one time i've heard him say our transition defense stunk he used the word stunk and I was like it did and he talked yeah. about how missing these shots is affecting so missing these shots is just affecting so many other areas of the game too that don't even correlate in your you know in on on paper like statistically and so the missing shots is di- so now why are they missing shots? Right, like that's that's the crazy part. They had, people asked Jason Kidd after the game about that too. He didn't have a good answer. No one has a good answer. It's not like these are bad shooters taking bad shots, right? It's this is yeah. not like when Tim Harway Jr. first joined the Mavericks. Remember that all the talk we had about the types of shots that he was taking, the way that he was taking these shots. He was taking these contested mid-range shots that just weren't high-quality looks. These guys are taking high-quality looks, and these guys are also both career. Like good to great three point shooters, Bullock has been a forty percent three point shooter for years. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been a forty percent three point shooter the last two years. Dorian forty percent three point shooter the last couple of years. Maxi same thing. Uh, Porzingis has been a solid three point shooter his career. It's it's not like these guys are coming in and you know they're bad three point shooters taking bad shots. There's just something. Is going on with these with these guys shooting? I just yeah. it's a plague almost. It's just coming in, and every guys start missing shots, and then everybody starts missing shots.
1: Yeah, and I think you know you listen to other podcasts, you talk to people around the league. You know, one of the things, and once again, it's hard to even talk about this stuff, for for people not to come after you, be like, oh, it's just excuses and stuff. But you look at averages around the league; they're they're down compared to the last few years. I'm sure a lot of you know listeners uh, to this pod listen to. Uh, Bob Vulgaris and Bill Simmons on that pod the other day. And Bob was talking about uh, how, you know, he thinks a lot of the reason why these percentages are down is because fans are back in the arena and how that's affecting things, you know, differently compared to not having fans in the arena, you know, over the past, you know, few years and that. So, and then the whole conversation around the new ball and how that's affecting players, some players, um, you know, I think even Mark Cuban uh, in that same QA talked about how, in that same q and a talked about how you know players with you know <laughs> flatter arches on their on their uh you know their yeah. shots and stuff it's affecting them more so i i think that's a collective thing, but that's for the entire league It's not just mavericks you know focus on that they're just not hitting shots right now and there's no sometimes there's just no i mean we could sit here and break it down on Tim hardaway's shot. I don't think his form's looking good some of the movements <laughs> and stuff i think i mean we could sit here and go and like but we can't control that so
0: that's people say it's a make or miss league. Here we are again. This is the miss, right? Sometimes yeah. they make them, and sometimes they miss. They've just been missing more often than they make, than they've been making them. Um, you want, you know what? I wish that the ball would affect. Opposing players shooting free throws in the fourth quarter because, dang it, if we haven't gotten free Chick Fil A yet in the AAC, anybody, so anybody we got, was there. We got
1: pluckers though.
0: Shout out to the people that I met tonight. There was a guy pre-game I saw. There was a guy Eddie uh, that I met. Shout out to you guys that that came up to me during the game. But we didn't get free. We didn't get free Chick Fil A. If if a opposing player in the fourth quarter misses two free throws in a row. You know, on, on the same trip, then the whole crowd gets gets Chick fil A, and that was the only thing to cheer about at the end of this <laughs> at the end of this game.
1: Well, I'm glad you brought up the crowd in this because I tweeted this at one point. I think this was the first time in a very very long time that I heard the crowd in the AAC boo, and like booing against the
0: Mavericks. And okay, was it was it more than one moment? Because I don't know if I, I heard more than no. one moment. There's there was a moment where they were booing, but they were booing a, I thought they were booing a call.
1: No 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 no. No, they they were booing. There was a time where they threw I think it was an oop to to Jared Allen. The Cavs just made this huge run. I mean, they it was yeah. just like a, a couple of embarrassing plays back to back to back. Jason Kidd called a timeout and there was a, a a pretty hefty boo in the arena and that that was telling. I mean, I haven't I just haven't seen that. I don't I mean, I'm trying to think the last time I've I've heard the home crowd boo and it, it kind of deserved it, right? Like I I get it. Like I I mean, you're getting beat by I mean, they were down by twenty nine at one point to Cleveland at home. And I know this Cleveland team is it's a fun team and stuff. I like a lot of the guys on the roster, but it was just it wasn't a very good, I mean, performance. That's the understatement, but uh
0: it was not. All right, coming up, let's talk about let's go around the rest of the team. Let's talk about some of the things that stood out. Let's maybe see if we can find some positives. This is a positive world. Let's see if we can talk about some positives about Luca's play about uh, the way Porzingis played. We'll talk about some of that, how they're using these guys. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. Let's just go through the night in the NBA on Tuesday night coming up. There's a couple of games on the docket. We got Knicks-Nets. Ooh, the, the Subway Series, or I guess the, whatever you want to call it in basketball. Nets, six-point favorite. They're at home, but does home really matter if it's Brooklyn New York? I guess not. Uh, Warriors. At Suns, whoo, that's gonna be a good game. Warriors two and a half point underdog on the road to the Suns. Oh, that one's interesting. If you want to put some money down on the Suns, or if you think that the Warriors should be favored and are gonna win this game, go ahead. Go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code Locked You will get a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Go ahead and check it out. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's continue talking about this game. We've been talking about some of the the, the negatives, some of the positives. I, I thought Dorian Finney-Smith had a decent game. He missed four threes, but he hit two of them. He was the only guy besides Luca and Maxie to hit multiple threes. He had two steals. He had a couple of assists. He finished with 14 points. Uh, he just continues to do some some positive things. And it's you know when when people say, "Oh, the Mavericks need better talent. They need more. They need you know better players in the roster." It's again going back to the thing we've talked about over and over. They need a second, you know, a second best player or a third best player, right? They need somebody to fill in and slot into those spots and push everybody down. Dorian still has a role and he can do some things in this league.
1: Oh yeah, I love Dorian. I mean, love the effort they plays with. I mean, like you said, he had fourteen points in this game, and I mean, he was the only player outside of Luca besides Maxi hit at least two threes in this game. So you're always going to get the effort out of Dorian. I think the only. literally, I think the only positive of the night <laughs> that I can pull from this game is the, the candidate right now for dunk of the year. Oh, I mean, this was before the game was like completely, you know, gone, but the Christophs Porzinga's dunk on Jared Allen. I mean, it, I mean, I was beyond hyped. I mean, I was sitting there thinking I'm like biggest KP moment since he's been in Dallas, the pump fake on Mobley on the perimeter, the drive, Just the audacity to dunk on Jared Allen that way. Yeah, I mean, I I can't sit here and say he ended his career because Jared Allen had a career night, but (laughs) (laughs) it was a nasty uh, play by KP.
0: Absolutely. It looked like his arm, somebody tweeted this, I can't remember, it looked like his arm was CGI, because just the way he he jumped from the circle, if you you know the, the circle around like the free throw line, he jumped from inst- from that like that circle, and then cocked his arm back like he normally does on dunks, and it just looked like his arm was fake, <laughs> and then he just, he jammed right on him, He he just gets so high on those, because he has such a long wingspan, and he's already up there anyway, so if he jumps at all and gets any air, all of a sudden he, he's jamming it down, but yeah, Porzingis. I thought defensively, Porzingis looked good. He had four blocks in this game. Yeah. He was the only one really putting up any kind of resistance against those bigs. And so I thought that was another positive this game that we're seeing a better defensive KP. Now, everyone else needs to step up defensively. And uh, there are still moments when KP didn't play good defense and then three-point shooting and all that kind of stuff. But if we're getting a good defensive KP, there's still there's still a good team in this team somewhere, right? It just didn't show up tonight. <laughs>
1: Yeah, KF had a sequence there we had two back-to-back blocks. He had a you know kind of two handed block on Mobley, turned around, had a swat at the rim. I thought it was an amazing sequence.
0: Even that that dunk, that huge dunk on, on Jared Allen came off of a block that he had on the other end.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, you know, I know you kind uh, threw it in there in the first segment there, but you know, one of the bigger takeaways of this game is KP getting hurt again. And, you know, it was just this weird play. It happened right at the end of the third quarter. I don't know how, I don't know what the broadcast, you know, had of it, but as soon as he kind of went in for this block, it was kind of, you know, he kind of hit maxi, turned the foot a little bit, but we just, you know, from our angle, we were just looking at KP. He was kind of under the basket, just sitting there kind of hunched over, looking at his leg, his knee. And we were like, holy crap, KP got hurt, but there was only one second left. So they just passed the ball in one second, went out, and then, you know, it was the end of the quarter. So it probably went to commercial break. And then we were just watching KP and he just kind of just like looked at his leg and then he just kind of casually limped over to the, you know, the bench there. They took him back to the locker room. Then, you know, they said it was a sprained ankle after the game. So just anything, obviously, entry wise with KP, we have to note it. We'll see how long it takes. You know, seven seven footer, sprained ankle. Uh we'll see. Yeah, unfortunate.
0: Yeah, that one stinks. Uh, yeah, and then every other, other part about KP's game was not great. <laughs> Besides the ones that we just mentioned.
1: No, he, he had some bad shot you know, selection choices. I mean, he took that shot from the logo early in the shot clock of that possession. But you know what? It Some of those decisions of this is what I was. When we go back to these things that the Mavericks are struggling with, the secondary creator, some of these bad shots that KP was taking, it reminded me of this conversation or that quote that he had after the game. Back, what was it, last week? He was like, hey, it was when Luca wasn't playing. He was like, hey, we, you know, well, sometimes we run the pick and roll so much, and if Brunson doesn't get that, you know, can get that quick shot, or I don't have the quick post up, we then don't we're just out there. We're just trying to figure things out. And I feel like it's it's those type of plays that they're just kind of figuring crap out that he's ISO and Evan Mobley doing a sidestep, you know, long two, and he's missing, but he's like, all right, well, I got to create something. If Brunson isn't getting into the lane, then I got to try to do something. He took that shot. At the you know, at the logo there. You know, I think I'm pretty sure both of those was when Luca was out of the game. So just some kind of bad choices on him tonight. I know I said the only positive was KP's dunk, but Luca has some highlights tonight. He had some threes tonight that were incredible. Oh. I mean, he had seven threes in this game. So some of those threes were just nasty
0: halfway through the game, I started thinking, or in the first quarter, I started thinking, if Luka isn't making all these threes, how badly are the Mavs losing this game? It's, it's just, yeah. He's the only thing that keeps him in some of these games. And it takes back to this is a symptom of, of all the Mavs' problems is that Luka is the only reason why they stay in games sometimes. And I was, thought he was
1: going to get a tech too. He was asking for it a few times. And it was Tyler Ford, uh, ref in oh, this yep. game. Yep. Luca Nemesis. As
0: <laughs> soon as Chris Arnold announced Tyler Ford, I looked over at Kevin Gray and I said, Oh, Tyler Ford, here we go. This game's going to be nuts. <laughs> yep, yep. Same thing. So, yeah, But, but Luca, yeah. tw- 25, 10, and 10 in this game. Just four turnovers as well 7 of 11 from three. I mean, he 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 went into the line and missed four free throws of the only four that he took. He missed all four of them. Two two trips to the line, goose egg on both of them. And that's the I want, only negative you can come up from his game, I think. Defense. And I
1: want to praise him this too. Something that I think is underrated for Luca at, and I get he's been play, playing uh, professional basketball for so long since such a young age, but he always has just the. It's not the most like sexy uh, quotes for us as far as media and as far as what we do at our job but he always has the right answers i feel like as far as post game and he's like he's already got the vet answers down because yep. i would be so pissed if i was him in a game like this they're so, like he hit so many open guys for so many open threes that were just bricks and Luca, no matter the, the game in which his teammates misses, he was even asked directly about it after the game tonight. He's like, yeah, we just got to be better. He's always saying we got to be better. He's always, saying, and I get it. Some of you are saying, Oh, what's he going to? He's not going to just throw his teammates under a bus. No, he, most players won't do that, but not most players will just include like, Hey, I, it's me. It's me. Like a part of, you know, it's us as a team. He's just really mastered that already. And you could tell he's been, he's been coached at such a young age, how to deal with media. He just, he, he never has a quote out of the first three or four years that comes across in a way. Not that I can remember. I could be now correct me if I'm wrong. But not that I can remember that you could take that you could take out of Con a a bit, a little bit, and be like, "Dang, did he just take a shot at his teammates?" I don't remember any of those, and that's something to praise for a 22 year old.
0: Yep, he was out there. Uh, his dad was there, so we know that Luca may may play well in front of his dad, but not as much as Tim Hardaway does. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not. Where's a Tim's dad? Him. We got to yeah, get him back. Yeah, Where's Senior? We need Senior back. Tim Hardaway Jr. needs Senior. He's down bad right now for sure. He's struggling this year. Uh, we got to see Josh Green.
1: So who else did we get to see?
0: <laughs> Boban <laughs> hit a three. Boban is was was doing his thing. We also at the beginning of the fourth quarter got to see the Mavs go small ball again with Maxi at the five, like you, like we talked about on yesterday's. It was yeah. just a, it was just too late. Just, the Mavericks just tried it too late and di- they didn't have enough. They were already uninspired by that point and just the effort wasn't there and it just it didn't work at that point. They're already down twenty. So yeah. Yeah, and that that's like,
1: something that to be thinking about. Like what what does Dallas do against New Orleans? Like let's just assume that KP doesn't play on Wednesday yeah. night. What will we see? Will will we see, you know, Willie, Moses, Dwight back at the center
0: spot? And it's Jonas Valanciunas who just hit like a million threes against the yeah. whoever they played tonight.
1: Yeah. So will they try to go small? Will they put Maxi at the five? I well yeah, we'll have to see what they try to pull off with that. <laughs>
0: Per ESPN stats and info, Jonas Valanciunas joined Steph Curry as the only players this season with 35 points, 10 boards, and seven threes in a single game.
1: <laughs> he had 35 <laughs> points tonight.
0: He hit seven threes. <laughs> Jonas Valanciunas hit seven threes in a game on Monday. Oh my night. gosh! And Mavs are about to play him on Wednesday.
1: I think my son just woke up and is screaming
0: <laughs> about. Did Jonas. he say my name is Jonas? Is that what he screamed <laughs> out really loud? <laughs> There you go. Guys, that's the game. Uh, comment below some negatives. <laughs> comment below what they you hate about this game. I'm sure they I'm already have, They already have. I'm sure they're <laughs> already there. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every single day. We will be back post-game to talk about the uh, Pelicans game. We'll also be back with another episode tomorrow. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Oh, boom.